situations and saying oh like that didn't happen to me or that did happen to me or something worse happened to me and comparing and contrasting it's you in your lane and how God decides to deal with you in certain areas will always look different than the next person yeah um well okay y'all so Today, I am going to share my testimony with you guys. And like Brittany was saying, my story may not be your story. What my mental health journey looked like may not be what your mental health journey looked like. So I'm hoping this can inspire someone, that this can encourage someone. And you know, you just, you know, grab some things that you can take away along your journey. So... The first thing I want to say is everybody has mental health. Like, yeah. you can have good mental health, you can have bad mental health. Just like your regular body. Like, mm-hmm. you can have a healthy body or a not healthy body. You can have a healthy mind or an unhealthy mind. Like, everybody has a state of mental health. So, um, just wanted to put that out there. Everybody has mental health. Um, but I feel like, honestly... I started having anxiety at a really young age, but mm-hmm. I never really, like, knew, like, what that's it what was. it was. People just would be like, she's so scary. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, as a kid, I'm like, bro, she's so scary. Like, I'm talking about fireworks, everything. <laughs> like, I was scared of everything, okay? Everything. And so, um, as I got older, I feel like it grew. Like, it just got bigger and bigger. I can remember being, like, certain times in high school, I would go, like, I would go months without really eating. Like, I would literally eat to survive. Like, if that was, like, 
one fry that day. <laughs> like, mm. I'm just eating to survive. Like, if I don't have to eat. And I remember going to the doctor one time. And, like, they had, like, checked, like, my blood levels and stuff. And she was like, are you eating? And I was like, no, no I'm not. And she was, like, going off on me. <laughs> she was like, you have to eat. Like, your numbers look terrible. Like, you need to eat. And, um, um, I can just remember through going through stages like that in high school, but never really, I guess, having like a full on panic attack. Like I would just like the anxiety would kind of just be balled up in me, and I would kind of just be stifling. Like mm -hmm. I would just never do anything. Um, but then when I got to college, is when I started to have it more like frequently. And of course, there were different things that I feel like um, played a part in my mm -hmm. anxiety. Um, just like being in relationships with the wrong people, yeah. um, having the wrong mindset, like your mind is a really powerful place. Like the devil's playground is your mind. Mm -hmm. And so you really have to guard your mind, your thoughts every day. That's why it's important to like guard your gates, like your eye gates. You have to watch what you are watching. You can't watch mm -hmm. everything. You cannot look at everything because your gates are the gateway to your heart. And so... I just had to, um, I now have to be, like, very careful about who I follow on social media, what yes. I watch on TV. And people talk That's about me it. because they be like, you don't watch TV? And I'm like, yeah, but I watch old shows. <laughs> that I know like, what's going on. Like, I'm watching Golden Girls. I'm watching One on One. I'm watching Living Single. I'm watching, um a different world like those are the shows that i like to watch and then after that i'm like watching like old stuff off disney plus like i'm not really out here into like the new like tv shows and stuff because they're just wild like yeah. they're just out of hand you know, and i can't up. let all of that stuff get into my heart because you know out of the bible says out of your heart flows the issues of life and so what gets in your heart and y'all as we're talking about the heart my pastor um has been doing a 6 a.m prayer call every day this week mm -hmm. and um today the focus was the heart and Aww. he was just talking about how like god is going to declutter your heart you know, in the next 90 days, he's going to, like, get your heart right. And God is the only person who can change your heart. And so, um, back to what I was saying. Sorry, I got thrown out. <laughs> but, um, and when I got to college, my anxiety just started to get, um, it started to get worse. And I had made a decision that, you know, I'm really going to live for God. Um, I had gone through some things, and that's a whole nother testimony <laughs> in itself. We won't get into that today. Um, but I had really just truly said, you know, I'm really going to live for God. And so um, my friendships that I had in college, they kind of fell apart. Um, not intentionally. I wasn't even like, I'm cutting y'all off, da, da, da. It was just like... I didn't want to do the same things anymore. I didn't want to have the same discussions. I didn't want to talk about the same things anymore. Like, I really wanted God to be pleased with my life. And so, I just kind of woke up every day and, like, made that my mission was to, like, you know, just to draw closer to God. And so, um, that was really all I was doing. But, of course, when you're trying to get closer to God, the enemy is still trying to pull you back and so I feel like the enemy realized okay at this point is nothing that I can do to pull her back yep. so I'm about to attack her mind yeah and so I started Ooh. um just being like there would be times where I would just be in pain 
like my body would be in so much pain because of I, because I had so much anxiety built up in my body and a lot of people don't know like the physical effects that anxiety has on you like anxiety is a spiritual thing it's a mental thing but it's also a physical thing and um anxiety can kill you mm -hmm. like if you're not careful like it could take you out of here and I'll get into that later but I was having so much pain in my body that I thought I was having heart attacks and um I would go to the doctor's um, the urgent care, like, where I went to college at. And they're like, you're not having a heart attack. You're having an anxiety attack. Uh -huh. And so then I had to, like, get, like, take all these, like, tests, like, for, like, mental health. And then they diagnosed me with anxiety and depression. And I didn't want to get on medication. So they're like, mm -hmm. you need to talk to somebody. You need to go to a therapist. And so I found, like, a therapist, you know. But each therapist that I went to, I really didn't really, you know, it wasn't it, really it clicking. Wasn't, yeah. You know, it really wasn't clicking. Yep. And so, um, I was just at home having panic attacks, <laughs> like just having panic attacks and being in pain and I would go for walks and, you know, the walks would help, but it was just like nothing was breaking up this anxiety. Like I would try, like, I'm like, Lord, I'm trying to pray it away. I'm trying to like, you know, go to church it away. Like I'm mm -hmm. trying to do everything, everything I can and it just seems like nothing is working. And then on top of that. I had this really big fear that I could fail God and that mm -hmm. I had a fear that God would leave me. And that was one of my biggest fears. And one of the biggest things that I had anxiety about was like, I always felt like, you know, God is done with me. And he never was. Like, he never was. But that was one of my biggest fears. And a lot of my anxiety was honestly centered around that. Um... But years went on. Like, y'all, I dealt with this anxiety for years. Like, my parents didn't really know. And that was, like... Um, you know, I feel like I should have told them sooner, but in my mind, it's like, I got it, you know? Oh, it's so, okay. So you was waiting to tell them cause you were like, it's, it's, it's almost over. Like, like just I a... got it, you know, I'm going to get through this, but it was like, I'll be fine for a few weeks and then I'll go back into the cycle, you know, yeah. just of anxiety. And so it got to the point to where I feel like God was like, I'm not going to let you keep going like this. Oh. And I had a mental breakdown. And I remember, like, I had had panic attacks before in the past. But I feel like, and I don't know, like, y'all, I don't know the fancy terminology for stuff. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. Like, I'm just telling you from, like, what I went through. So, excuse me if it's not right. <laughs> but I feel like there's a difference between a panic attack and a mental breakdown. Like, a mental breakdown, break, like, a panic attack, you know, you can bounce back from that, like, a week or two. But a mental breakdown, like, the bounce back from a mental breakdown is crazy. So... I remember, like, being upstairs at my auntie house, and I was just crying, and I started to throw up. Like, anxiety affects your body. Mm -hmm. And so I just started to, like, gag and, like, throw up. And I was, like, couldn't breathe, and I was, like, up and down, up and down. And um, I didn't know what to do. 
Um, I remember like calling um, one of my mentors, well, two of my mentors actually, you know, they tried to talk me down and, you know, they were able to talk me down for that night. But, you know, the next day it was like I was having anxiety attacks again and it was like nothing was helping me. And um, I actually had to move back in with my parents because it got to the point to where I could not drive myself nowhere. Like, y'all, I could not drive. I was not eating. I couldn't really keep food down. I had to take, my mom had to, like, call in a prescription from my doctor for me to go to sleep. It was, like, sleeping medicine. And the sleeping medicine would only, like, allow me to sleep for maybe, like, two or three hours. And I would be up, like, having nightmares. Like, it was literally spiritual warfare. Mm. Like, I'm in spiritual warfare at this point. Like, I would just be having nightmares and just wake up screaming to the top of my lungs. Um, it was terrible. And I just never thought that I would get to that point. So, all of those thoughts were playing through my mind. Like, my life is over. Like, mm. how did you let yourself get here? One, like, what is happening? I couldn't comprehend. Um, I wasn't really, I was working from home. I, I wasn't able to go into the office anymore. So I just had to work from home. And my mom actually had ended up breaking her shoulder. So we were at home together. Um, so me and my mom would be there, which was good because like mm -hmm. I could help her and she could help me. Um, and it actually like, I could see God's hand in it. Mm -hmm. Even though I was like not in a good mental space, I could see his hand in it. Um, because it actually brought me and my mom closer. Like, we now have a closer relationship because of everything that happened. So I could just see, you know, his hand in it, even though I was, like, feeling like my life was over. And, like, I just wanted to give up. Like, I really wanted to give up, y'all. Um, but it was, like, every time I wanted to give up, <laughs> God sent somebody to yes. call me. He sent somebody to call me and, like, pray for me and like encourage me and y'all I'm gonna be honest there were times where I was like bro I hear you but <laughs> what I'm dealing with right yeah, here like y'all don't understand like this right here though like I feel yeah. like my life is over like it was like I'm y'all I'm serious I had a mental breakdown to the point to where I just could not even believe I was here like wow. I was out of it like out of it and I remember um, this moment I had went to, like, my sister's wedding because my sister got married and um, I went to her wedding and I was out of it. Like, the complete ceremony afterwards, we went to dinner and, like, I'm sitting there trying to hide from, like, from my other, my parents know at this point, or, like, my other family members don't know. And I'm trying to hide it from them, but in the midst of it, I'm having a panic attack. And I don't know if you've ever had, like, an anxiety attack or a panic attack, but it just feels like everything is closing in on you. Like, it feels like your heart is caving in, and it just feels like this pressure sitting, like, on your chest. And so, like, you just kind of shake, you can barely talk, like, you can't think, like, it's a whole thing. And, um, I remember I was in the car with my mom, and we was coming back from one of her doctor's appointments, and I was, you know, even though what I was going through, like, y'all, I'm telling y'all, it is so important to have the Holy Ghost. Mm. And I know people, you know, some people kind of shy away from talking about that, but you need to have the Holy Ghost. Like, I'm telling you, that is a language that the enemy cannot understand. Ooh. Like, that is a God-given language. And so, I was, like, I'm getting emotional, but... I was in the car with my mom and 
I just started to like have a panic attack and I started to speak in tongues because y'all like that's all I knew to do like Mm. that's all I had at that point because like everything was like like all like if God didn't intervene I didn't know like what I was gonna do and so I started to like speak in tongues and I heard God say you're gonna be okay. Yes. And he said, I will shake heaven and earth to get Whoa. to you. And it shocked me because I was like, God, what? Like, I was like, am I hearing you? Like, am I really hearing you right now? But I heard, I will shake heaven and earth to get to you. And I was like, you'll shake heaven and earth to get to me? Like, little old me and y'all i kid y'all not like from that moment like i remember i'll be having panic attacks and people would just pop up at my house like randomly not knowing what was going on didn't nobody call them nothing like people would pop up at my house and come in there and see what's going on and pray for me like god literally would shake like people would text me and be like hey like send me scriptures like people who did had no idea what was going on would text me and be like hey like you was just on my mind like i just gotta send this to you like god was like really like there even though it was like i could see him working on the outside but i was like god i need you to work on the inside because something is not right on the inside and he was working on the inside i just didn't know it and so um, I remember I couldn't go to like um the church that I attended at that time because like I tell you I couldn't drive. <laughs> I couldn't do nothing. So I was going to my parents' church, which is the church that I grew up in, and I remember um one Sunday when Pastor Bennett was preaching and like the spirit had just got real high mm-hmm. and he was like, um, like if you praying, like if you believe in God for somebody to get saved, like come down right now. And so I had, you know, went and got that line or whatever. He was just praying for everybody. Mm-hmm. And he was praying. Oh, like, it that. was just crazy. And he was praying for everybody. And Ooh. he got to me. And he was like, he just kept saying, like, God working on you right now. Hey. Like, God is working on it right now. He was like, cast your care. Like, you got to mm-hmm. cast your care. And I just remember him saying, like, God is working on it right, right now. now. Like, he's working on it right now. And I couldn't see it or feel it at that time. And another thing that that, like, process really taught me was that you cannot rely on your feelings. Facts. It made me stronger because I'm a very emotional person. Mm-hmm. And I'll rel- I used to rely on my feelings a lot. And God had to show me, I don't care how you feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he cares yeah, how we but- feel. I'm not saying it like that. But, like... You can't care how you feel. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to stand ten toes down, down right. and say, no, like, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And the devil will try to play mind tricks on you and try yep. to make you feel like you're not safe oh, or right. try to make you feel like you're not good enough or try to make you feel like you're a failure. Like, but you have to do what Jesus did when he was talking to Satan, when he was tempted in the wilderness. Every time, and Satan didn't try to tempt him with like worldly stuff, Satan tried to tempt him with scriptures. Mm-hmm. Like if you the son of man, do this. And Jesus had to know the word of God and say back to him, for it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Like mm-hmm. you have to know your word and you have to talk back to the enemy because yep. he not going to stop talking until you fight back. Yep. And so I had to oh, realize that, that 
I remember laying in my bed one day, and y'all, at this point, like, this been going on for months. Like, I ain't been driving for months. I haven't been eating for real for months. Like, this been going on for a long time. And I remember just laying in my bed like this, and I was like, either I'm gonna get up and fight, or I'm gonna die. Ooh. And those are the type of real conversations you have to have with yourself. And I know this is a heavy topic. Yeah. Um, but, and it was a harsh reality for me. It was like, either you're going to get up and fight or you're going to die. Because you're waking up every morning having panic attacks. Your chest is hurting. You're weakening your physical heart. You're not really eating. Like, your body is weak. You can mm. barely do anything. Like, you're killing your body like you're literally killing yourself and um i was like and i remember telling myself god is the only way you make it out yeah. and i want to tell anybody who is dealing with anxiety god is the only way the only way he is the only way you make it out i don't care what type of medicine you're on I don't care what therapist you're going to and i am an advocate for all of those things like people they break their arm they take an ibuprofen if you if your doctor has to prescribe you medicine to get through it do it i had to take it it is okay mm -hmm. go to therapy yeah. <laughs> therapy is good i see my therapist every week like unless something happens like unless i'm out of town or something i see my therapist every week and I had to be okay with knowing I have to deal with the spiritual side of this, but I also have to deal with the natural side of yeah. this. And in the natural side, when you have a mental breakdown, it's literally what it is. Your brain can't even function. <laughs> like, your mm -hmm. brain has broken down. And I don't know if you guys know this, but your brain actually repairs itself through sleep. And so oh. I was not getting any sleep because I was having so many nightmares and just waking up screaming and so anxious. I wasn't getting any sleep. I could not think straight. And I remember um, I called my friend Anaya and she had recently got engaged and I was going through all of this. I missed her engagement party. So I was feeling guilty about that. And so um, I called her, you know, just to check in on her. And she asked me a simple question. y'all. It was a simple question <laughs> and I could not answer it. I knew what I wanted to say, but my brain, like, it was like it was not working. Like, my brain, like, whatever connects your brain to your mouth was not working, and I couldn't get it out. Wow. And I just started crying, and I was like, I just started crying, and I was like, she was like, oh my gosh, she was like, Shamari, it's okay, like, don't rush, like, just take your time. Yeah. And I was like, now you're like, I knew what I wanted to say, but I physically could not do it and so I would also say to people who have had like a mental breakdown or you're going through anxiety attacks don't be ashamed and don't be embarrassed yeah. that you're going through it because it happens and it is okay if you can't get your thought out <laughs> like yeah it is okay your time your, like your brain literally has to heal mm -hmm. like when you break your arm you gotta sit down like you gotta yeah. give it time to heal it's the same and I, I don't think people really get that concept it's the same with your brain like if your brain is broken, it has to have time to heal. And so, um, I went through, like, a problem when I told myself, I was like, you're going to fight back or you're going to die. I started having to wake up every day and say the word of God over my life. And I finally found a therapist that I 
like click with like that I really like she is saved she's baptized in Jesus name she is filled with the Holy Ghost she is and that was a big thing for me mm -hmm. and I will tell y'all get a safe therapist you don't need to be seeking counsel from nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm like, you cannot help me. Like, I'm in a whole spiritual battle right yeah. now. And this is these tips that you're giving me is good for the natural, but I'm in this spiritual. Is, like, you're not helping me. So, I'll get a safe therapist. And so, I got a safe therapist, and she is amazing. I love her because she, like, truly, let knows that only God can heal and mm -hmm. she is just there to cultivate the atmosphere for that to happen yeah. and so um just to have that person to talk to and you know she has like her you know her psychology degrees and things like that so she knows how to combat it from the natural side and the spiritual That's side good. so it was amazing and I started you know saying you know Shamari you're gonna go to therapy every week and it was virtual and it would be times, y'all, I'd be on therapy in my nightgown, in my bed. <laughs> and I'd be like, I ain't got it today. I <laughs> don't have got it. This what we got. She'd be like, no, it's fine. And then I started to see myself like, I don't remember the last time I did therapy in the bed. Because, <laughs> like, God really started to, like, heal me. And I would wake up every day and I would say the word of God over my life out of my mouth. Like, my therapist would send me scriptures to say. And she'd be like, tomorrow, you got to say it every day. She was like, even if you don't feel it. Even if you That's feel good. like it's not working. Because she was like, the word is always working. Mm. She was like, even if you don't mm. feel it. Which is why you cannot lean. <laughs> on your feelings you cannot lean to your own understanding but you really have to trust god it's a knowing this is not a logical thing this is not a feel an emotional thing it's a knowing like you have to know that god is who he says he is and you have to stand on that despite despite what you see and despite what you feel and so as i start to say the word of my life i'm like God, I don't know if this working. Like we, we two days, we three days in. I'm still feeling this. I'm still feeling the exact same way, y'all. When I started doing it, I'm telling y'all, I looked up maybe a month and a half later. And I'm like, I don't know when it happened. I don't know how it happened, but I feel better. And I was like, wait a minute. Like I don't know what's what's happening. Like. And throughout all of this process, y'all, I'm telling y'all, there was things that God had to reveal to me before he, I feel like, before he released me mm -hmm. from that anxiety. Because like I said, at one point, it felt like nothing was working. Mm -hmm. But God really wanted me to sit down and spend time with him. And there were things he had to teach me through that process. Wow. And so I also feel like it was a way of him sitting me down to reveal to me his heart for me. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, I told y'all, I was scared that God would leave me. <laughs> but I really know for myself. I, we hear people say it all the time. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I've lived it. And mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you, he will never leave you nor forsake you. And I'm not just telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know because I went through it and he didn't leave. And that was major for me. It was a major breakthrough to see me at my lowest. To see me not having the energy to do, you know, well, God, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing that for you. You know, I'm praying. I'm reading my Bible. I'm doing this at church. I'm involved in this. I'm involved in that. I'm involved in that. God had to show me if you do nothing, you're still my daughter. Yeah. It's not what you can do for me that makes me love you. 
it's not your works. You could never do anything to deserve what I have given you. You could never do anything to deserve that. And so he had to show me, you need to learn how to just be with me. And he had to reveal to me that that was my purpose. And I know a lot of us, we kind of, um, you know, purpose is a big thing these days. Yeah. Everybody's like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my purpose? Yeah. And God <laughs> had to show me that my purpose is to be with him. My purpose is that to is. allow him to order my steps. My purpose is to do what he tells me to do mm -hmm. in the next moment. And I may not know what he's going to ask me to do in the morning, but my job, my purpose is to follow him every step of the way. My purpose is to listen to him, and my purpose is to spread that gospel and the things that he imparts in me to other people when he grants me the opportunity to. That is my purpose. It's not a big grand thing for <laughs> me. It's really my purpose is to wake up and be with God every day and take every step that he tells me to take next. And I may not know what that looks like. Like, I'm doing this podcast now. Next year, he could tell me to, like, I don't know, go start a farm. Like, <laughs> and then I have to go start a farm. You know what I'm saying? Obeying like, him is my purpose. Obeying God, is. that is my purpose. Like, I'm here. God made us for his own pleasure. He mm -hmm. made us, my bad. He made us to worship him. And whenever you lose sight of that, because you're doing, oh, I'm doing this in the church. I'm doing that in the church. I'm doing that in church. When is the last time you just sit and, like, actually just sit with God? Yeah. Like, oh, what That's what he me? made us for, you know, is to be with him. And he just started to reveal, you know, his heart to me and how he would never leave me and things like that. And I'm just grateful, you know, for it all. It made me stronger. It made me wiser. It made me more grateful because, y'all, I could see his hand through it all. Like, I was separated from, you know, my church family because I couldn't drive anymore. <laughs> so, I was like, God, you know, I'm kind of by myself. And then, like, I had Brittany. And then, like, Katie came down. And then I had Katie. And I'm like, God was sending me, like, people mm -hmm. to, like, let you know, like, you are not alone. Like... I'm still in this. I'm not going to let you be by yourself. Like, I was, I know you probably thought I was around here looking stupid for a minute. <laughs> I, I really, like, I had a small idea, but I didn't really understand the deepness or the depth yeah. of anxiety. So, like, even a, a lot of what you just said, I didn't even know. I just kind of knew of, and I would hear yeah. you, you know, talk about it. Uh, but, I mean, that's powerful. And I'm so happy that you are able to speak out and say and share your experience. Because a lot of times, Christians and people that are ten toes behind Jesus, when we face mental challenges, they're not physical so no one can see it yeah. if, if you see that my leg is broke you understand yeah. okay her leg is broke but if i tell you that mentally i'm struggling it's so much that comes to that oh they're just talking or oh just go and get prayer and this and that and a lot of times it's way deeper than that like you can't shout over this yeah like, like I, I i had to get knee surgery right i got prayer and then i went to the doctor and they performed surgery on my knee now, God, I, when I got prayer, God could have healed my knee. And when I got the surgery, they said, oh, you need to do surgery. Yep. But I, 
But I was not gonna get prayer and just go back home <laughs> with my knee this big. Say, yeah. so, well, I got prayer, you know? Yeah. So it's it's the same thing. So did I already say thank you? Thank you again for sharing that because you just helped so many people and you really helped me as well because I I didn't know like the level of that. And man, like you really a trooper. So many oh, people would have given true. up. And, like, for y'all that's, like, but that's right the there. But that's of, like, having the Holy Ghost is because yeah. that's the only thing that, that kept me from me. not giving up. Like, Ooh. God will truly, like, you can't keep yourself. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> God is the only thing that kept me. And I feel like that was one of the main things that he was showing me. Because I was trying so hard to keep me. Mm-hmm. And God had to show me, I'm keeping you. Yeah. Like, you got to the bottom of the barrel where you could do nothing. And the only thing that was keeping you alive was me. Like, that's what God had to show God me. God will take you Like, there. the importance of having God, the Holy Spirit, living down in you. Man. When, when you were talking about that, um, you were saying how God told you that he will shake heavens and earth for you. I thought of the scripture, the Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. Which is what our friend said. My friend sent me earlier today. But we we can't see a physical fight. Sometimes we we may not believe that it happened, you know. But God is fighting for you. Stuff that's just happening, working out in your favor. That's not just happening. God is working behind the scenes for you, and you just gotta know and trust. Like that was God. So and he wrote the he wrote he wrote the end from the beginning so he knows, he knows. how your story ends and everything that God called you to like and for me it was like God but you told me all this stuff like you told me that mm-hmm. I was going to do this you told me I was going to do that and right now I'm feeling like I'm never going to see like any of that and you know God had to remind me through um through my pastor shout out to Bishop Jonathan Woods period but um had to remind me like and that was another thing that helped me like if you have like a church home, talk to your leaders, talk to mm-hmm. your pastors. Like, even though I wasn't physically able to go to my own church at that time, like my pastor would meet with me every other week via Zoom. Like he would meet meet with me every other week and he would encourage me and he would speak into my life. And there is nobody like who can speak into your life like your pastor. Like, yeah. <laughs> like your pastor, like God has given him authority over like your your life and so there's a special word that your Mm -hmm. pastor has specifically for you and so he would meet with me every other week and like tell me like y'all I'm telling y'all I'm not gonna go into detail about like the tips and the stuff that he gave me but like it changed my whole outlook on life like just changed like I learned so much during that season and y'all here's the thing guess what? I'm still learning. Yeah. A lot of people think anxiety is just something that goes away and you never deal with it again. But no, y'all. Every day, I still have to wake up and say my scripture. Yep. I still have to wake up. Yep. And decree, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I still have to read, you know, almost weekly that nothing could ever separate me from the love of God. Like, I have to say that out loud. Like, God loves me. Like, I have to, it's a, it's a fight. It's a daily thing. And so, I don't want you to feel like, well, I thought I was over this. Like, why is it bad? The enemy is going to keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> like, as long as we're on this earth, 
he is going to keep trying but you just keep standing mm -hmm. and knowing like the bible says after you have done all you can to stand stand <laughs> like keep standing keep fighting keep believing and keep surround sorry guys keep surrounding yourself with people who are praying for you. Yes. Like, I had so many people praying for me. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate all of you. I love you guys for being there for me. Because, you know, there was a time where I couldn't even pray for myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I appreciate you guys. And I love you guys. Um, But I hope that I have encouraged somebody to, like, yes. keep going and know that God is fighting for you. Don't go by what you feel. Mm. Don't go by what you see. Go by what you know. Yes. And what you know is that God is good. God is real. God is for you. And his plans for you have not changed. It's still going to happen. So that's what I would tell, you know, anybody who is listening. I hope, like Shamari said, it encourages someone, blesses someone. If you feeling like you don't have anyone to talk to, that is why God gave me this podcast to build community and be there for those people who feel like they don't have anyone. So yeah. we are your friends. We are your family. We are your friends. We love you. Thank you guys for tuning in. And don't forget to stay 10 toes behind Jesus. Because, because you know he's 10 toes behind you. Bye. Oh, God, it's good. You are right.